0: hey guys welcome back to cozy room oh hey it's shan this is another bonus because i need to get this off but i was talking to one of my pod fam brothers drake from everything culture check that podcast out but we were talking about a lot of things. <laughs> and I said something to him regarding people in situations and behavior. And this is an issue across social media. It's the issue with families. It's the big issues with children, generationally, um, horrible parenting. Uh, the lack of guidance. But I wanted to talk about how everybody's focused on the attention and not the correction. When it comes to attention, you start talking money. You start talking popularity. You know what I'm saying? You start to become why people are having the conversation. And a lot of times... That's all people want is the attention regardless of if it's good or bad and they want to be why the conversation is happening good or bad and our children see it. Okay? Dad see it. Mom see it. And quite frankly, I feel like it's embarrassing. I feel like we've put... The value on being popular, having numbers, uh, what's, uh, how many views on so many things that have no business being on the internet. And the way that we we are going to fail is through the things that we think are funny that aren't funny. Um... Instead of correcting our children, you go grab a phone. My mom ain't grab a phone to record me or a video camera to record me if I was saying something that was disrespectful. You know, my mom didn't believe in whooping us, um, grounding us. Ugh, wasn't really a thing because my mom didn't know how to discipline kids. She knew how to feed kids, how to have fun with kids, um, how to nurture kids, and how to teach children. But when it comes to discipline, my mom still to this day doesn't know nothing about that. Okay? My mom just feels like if she has fun with you or you're having fun, maybe you'll stop your bad behavior. And every child is not like that. And you can run into a lot of problems if you assume every child is like that. And I think a lot of the reason why we have so many children out here with bad behavior is because people assume they can treat or guide every child like another child that it works on. And you can't. We can't be out here giving 2023 vehicles to the child that you constantly have to bail out of jail that's only 14. We can't keep giving $600 sneakers to the child that's going to be left behind this year because they're not even trying to complete their assignments because it's not fun and they just don't want to. We can't keep looking to get our nine-year-olds the latest uh, 15 iPhone because that's what they wanted for Christmas. They put it on their Christmas list and they need a, char- a charger that costs this much money and they need a phone case that costs $50 because that's the phone case that they wanted. Things are out of whack Things are becoming ridiculous, and that's just not how it's supposed to be. What your children have is probably more than likely because of you, unless they're making their own money through TikTok or making their own money off of YouTube or making their own money on their side business or maybe they're day trading. I don't know. These kids be doing a lot. But I think a lot of parents have lost their footing on where their footing should be with their kids. I'm drying clothes and I'm washing clothes. So if you hear that, that's what that is. Again, this is a bonus because I'm on my lunch. I'm waiting for the girls to come off the bus. The app is saying that they're still at school. So maybe their bus is doing two routes today. I don't know. But I'm giving y'all this episode. It's so important that we figure it out quick. Because these children are not going to make it far into their teen years without being locked up or having their lives completely redirected somewhere else. These kids are not going to be able to handle challenges in their 20s if they can't learn the boundaries that they have to have in order to grow. And it is up to parents to give children correct boundaries so they can be better older adults you know so they can be better responsible teenagers so they can make better choices unless you want to make choices for your child when they're 19 when they're 25 when they're 30 When they're 35, do you want your 40-year-old son or daughter calling you up and asking you what liability coverage is and they can't afford it and if you can pay it? Or do you want your child to grow up and be able to maneuver in the world without you holding their hand? And the way a lot of parents are acting, they're acting like having an iPhone 15 is a right. They're acting like a child wanting a car this year is going to be a 2024 vehicle that you're going to get. And the reality is the first car that most people have that are in their 30s or their 40s right now was a used vehicle or they were using their own money over months to pay for the down payment of a used vehicle. We have to be realistic about what giving to our children should look. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Like, what's appropriate for our children to have. There go there, bus. Hold on, let me open this door. Because I don't want none of my girls to automatically assume that what I'm going to give them is going to be brand spanking new off the lot with no miles on it. And even if I could, sometimes it's a process of it's a process of saving to get something that matters more than you just giving them something that they don't know how to be grateful about. And and that is what's missing with a lot of our kids why they're ungrateful. Why you don't have your hat on? Why you don't have your hat on? And you still don't have it on. At least the hoodie of your coat, all right, Anya. On. i'll be back thank you for listening to cozy Moon podcast if you're looking for me on social media you can find me at the czy podcast or on tiktok at shamby Potten. if you want to go to my website it is shambipodden.com. you can also find some journals to help podcast creators or hosts On Lulu.com. If you're looking for any of these titles, here they are: The Podcast Journal, The Podcast Questions, Podcasting Strategy Brainstorming Journal, and then you have the Marketing The Podcast one-on-one. I hope they help you and back to the show. Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. Now that they're in bed, okay. Um And it's a little more relaxing here. My point is, we have to get back to correcting young people so they can have a better future. Because the United States prison system is a $74 billion business. Okay? Say that one more time. The United States prison system is a 74 billion dollar business. Georgia alone where I live last year their budget for prison was 1.28 billion dollars. Okay? That's one state. This government will collect our children and put them in boxes for years, for decades, to do free labor and lease off their bodies if we don't find a constructive way to guide them, discipline them, nurture them, and love them. And that's the reality of the situation. This government does not care if we fix it because they know what to do with our children's bodies. And every time I see a post or I see a clip or I see a tweet or I see a teacher just trying to reach out to parents for them to understand what they're seeing on an everyday basis in the classroom, I'm just like the poor teachers these days who try to teach kids who have horrible behavior. Parents at home who do not connect with their kids or correct them So at school, their kids are just doing whatever they want. You know, when you're at home as a parent, mom or dad, if you're not teaching your child to give respect so they can be respected, you will help to ruin their own self-esteem. Because people do not want to be bullied. People do not want to be disrespected and then turn around and respect your children. Turn around and be kind to your children. Turn around and be understanding to your children. Kindness in this world is a reward for the reflection that you have on other people. So if you're not kind, if you're not loving, if you're not considerate, you can't expect that automatically, always coming back to you. That's not how the world works. You know what causes... A person to be most disrespectful, unprovoked. Emotions that a person struggle to regulate personally causes them to be disrespectful automatically. And I say a person because I could sit here and tell you, do you know what makes a child be disrespectful the most? No, because I see adults acting as children because they have never been able to emotionally check themselves. So humans get the most disrespectful with other people unprovoked because they don't know how to regulate their own emotions. And if as a parent, as a guide, as a nurturer, as an adult in a home, in in public... If we can't help our children to feel their feelings and appropriately handle their feelings, they're going to grow up and be adults who cannot emotionally regulate themselves. A lot of children right now are being raised by adults in a childlike mind. So we have a lot of children physically, being raised by children mentally, but at an age where they can sign papers. At an age where they can dictate where a child lives. Who's around a child. What a child will digest mentally, emotionally, physically. Like, that's what we're dealing with. That's that's why it's it's, it's easier to grab the attention of people looking at another disrespectful kid, looking at a kid beat on another kid, looking at a child disrespect the teacher. It's easy to, for that to get views and get clicks and have a conversation about it, but where is the solution about it? Once we all understand that being an adult that suffers with self-control issues and how that will lead to horrible habits and expensive mistakes we'll get better at starting now, starting where you are. If you have a child that only talks back sometimes, having a conversation about that and not joking about it. If you have a child that's constantly skipping school, do they have a mentor? Do you have other family members that can get, you know, through to them better than you can? You know, sometimes... um. Some parents can't be the one to tell a child how to be better. They only get it when it comes from someone else. Like, you have to, have to identify if your child needs that, you know? And sometimes it's close friends. Sometimes it's a nephew or a niece. Sometimes it's an auntie. Sometimes it's... um your neighborhood trash man, sometimes it might be your neighbor, sometimes um, it might be a grandparent. I don't know why kids are like this or people, but sometimes when the message is coming from you, you're looked at as the enemy. I don't know what that is about, but if it's about correction, it doesn't matter as long as it's coming from someone who's mature, has wisdom and you respect and you know they're not going to give them any bad advice. Let them talk to your child. We have to stop thinking spitefully. Okay? We have to stop comparing our our children to other children and thinking that's a productive way to to make them want to uh be better. Let me tell them how this sibling is doing so great in school so they could want to be better. Sometimes that makes the situation worse. Sometimes that's like uh, throwing a match, a lit match on gasoline. Okay? That's not productive in a lot of kids. It might make your child feel instantly embarrassed. It might make your child more defiant. It might make your child start hating themselves. It will make your child bitter. It'll... um, Make a bigger resistance of friendship and and family you know urge to get to know their other sibling because you're always comparing them, which makes them wanna separate and be over there and and then be over there and doing their thing if you don't want that, don't create that don't create a a jealous sibling thing that's not there because you don't know how to parent. You don't know how to discipline. You don't know how to correct. The key to being a good parent is learning how to encourage your child in their language. Learning how to celebrate your child in their language Take notice of your child's efforts that are good, that are helpful. Take notice that your child is being aware that I can make a bad decision, but I chose not to make a bad decision and I chose to do this. I could have stayed out late, but I chose to just come home after I did X, Y, and Z because I know you probably would have something to say. That's effort. That's effort. We exercise that all the time. As an adult, I wake up some mornings and I'm just like, I could call out, but I'm not really sick. There's nothing really wrong. I just don't want to go to work. That's being self-aware. That's being responsible. We have to learn how to celebrate our children when they make smart decisions. Learn how to reward your child because they acknowledged that they had an opportunity to be irresponsible, but they chose to be responsible. Because you cannot fix problems with yelling and thinking you're going to get solutions. We have to stop focusing on the wrong behavior and start figuring out how, to, how can I celebrate my child when they do the right thing? How can I cel- encourage them to do better? What are they going to do that could make them feel good about doing the right thing? What do they need from me? Comparing them to the other parent that you feel like is doing less or you feel is less helpful in the whole parent situation is not going to help your child. It's going to Create a wedge between you and your child because because you don't like the other parent, now you're telling me that I, I'm the other parent or I make you feel like the other parent. So all that negative energy that you mentally or verbally might say in that other parent's absence, if you're not together, they're going to think that's what you think about me. Stop doing that. Stop doing that and think you're going to get a, a rewarding and healthy and, and loving response. Sometimes a lot of parents push their children to go with the other parent that doesn't have any plans for the best uh, setup for their children. Because you're so negative. Are you even a good example of what your child should be? A lot of parents are not great examples, and they're telling their child to be good, do this uh study more, you need to do x, y, and z, but you're not doing anything great with your life. so how would I just magically want to wake up and do something great with my life with some people, if you had parents that weren't the greatest or weren't you know they're just not upstanding individuals. It makes some people be the opposite. Sometimes it makes children strive for more, be better, go against the grain. And sometimes that child's personality is not like that. Sometimes they're going to fall into the footprints that you leave. Sometimes they're going to copy and paste the things that you did. And we don't get to choose the personalities of our children. We don't get to choose the character that our children are going to have. Some parents are great, involved. They take the time. They spend the time to get the therapist, to get the tutor. And that child's personality and that child's character is just defiant, go against the grain, be the worst. It's unfortunate, but sometimes that's just what it is. But we don't get to choose it, but we do have a chance to correct it. We do have a chance to do something actively about it. So if you can ask your child, how would you like to be treated? And they might give you an answer or they might ignore you. Then you might ask them, you know, is there something I'm not doing? Is there something I could do more? Some might ignore you. Some might give you an answer. And then if you feel like they have points and you have points, ask them a simple question and they could fill in the blank. Um, Like sometimes I might say, fill in the blank, Anya. I deserve blank, which might be a want, because of my blank. What did you do where you feel like you deserved it? And my great blank, what did you do to do so great that adds to you needing this thing? Are you going to this place without anyone having to blank? Most of the time for me to get Anya to do something she needs to do that's repetitive, I have to keep telling her. So most of the time, if your children cannot fill out a um, corrective, active, Uh, self-motivated sentence like that is because it tells us if your child honestly thinks they're showing up in a great manner to deserve something great. And a lot of people keep rewarding children who are not showing up as their greatest selves with new cars, new phones, new trips, new clothes, new shoes. You know what I'm saying? New opportunities that they did not deserve. A lot of people feel like, oh, I'm with this person and this person better not act a certain way and embarrass me. There is no adult that did not come out of my body that I would be in a relationship with that would embarrass me. But a child that came out of my body in public or in private or in school or in a meeting or in a store, yes, that child would embarrass me. Because when I see children acting a fool in a store, in a car, in a parking lot, in a meeting, at school, I'm instantly wondering where, where are their parents What are they doing? What are they not doing? And what is their home life like? Instantly. It's an instant. I'm judging your parents right now. Should we? No. But as a parent, that's what I'm doing. Even before I became a parent, as a single woman working retail, I judge parents based on their child's behavior. Because I'm... I don't have perfect children. Nobody does. But there are certain things that my children know don't even try. it. I don't have to uh, be mean to them. I don't have to threaten them every time for them to act correct. I get a lot of compliments about how well-behaved my children are when I go to appointments. I get a lot of compliments when I have to go get maintenance done on the truck, how well-behaved the girls are. I get a lot of compliments when I have to go somewhere like a bookstore and they're quiet and they're reading and they're in their zone about their behavior because I treat children like little people, not babies, not... Uh things over there, and when children feel respected, loved, protected, and comfortable in who they are, that good behavior is automatic. Most times when children are misbehaving or or being disrespectful for for attention, it is something that they are lacking. From their parents. And I can't. Tell you exactly what your child is lacking. Because I don't know your children. But I can see a difference. Between my children. Because of what they have. And what they need. Hands down. A child would do way better. With both parents equally involved. Because I see what that looks like with Ari. Hands down. Any child, boy or girl. That does not have a father involved. Is going to have some um, self-esteem issues. Going to have some self-confidence issues. Because I see that in Anya. She's smart. She's loving, she's caring, but she cares too much about what people think. And I get to see it on a weekly basis of how she holds back or makes herself small enough to fit in or do something she knows she's not supposed to do because two friends or somebody in class told her to do it. And if I don't correct that now, it's going to be a, become a bigger problem later. But I know I can see what that's coming from. And I can't be everywhere every time with my children. But I can see because I spend the time and I observe and I have the conversations with her that that's a problem. Aria's teacher called me today to tell me about her merit scores on the testing, on the reading level. How she's in first grade reading on a second grade level. How she scored 80% higher than the kids in her class on her math. How her behavior has improved. I could finish her teacher's sentences because I see it at home. And that's how it needs to be when you're an active, involved parent. So please, let's get back to correcting our children... And stop giving our children attention based upon their bad behavior. Because just like children could get locked in mentally and emotionally on social media and watching things, good or bad, so can parents. Start correcting your children because of what I said. Thank you for checking out this podcast. Thank you for listening to me send this to someone who needs to hear it because you you're either going to make good choices and have the choices you want or this government, this United States government if you're in this country is going to make it for your children. And you don't want to be aging year after year not knowing What could be the potential of your child's life if they weren't behind bars? You don't want to have to guess who your children could have become if their behavior was what it needs to be. Do not rob yourself and your children of a future they could possibly have because you refuse to do the work in parenting. That's it. Bye. Bye.